Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? I'm well, Rick. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Knock, knock. <clears throat> Who's there? Just, I don't have a joke. I was going to ask, oh, talk about jokes. I was trying to think of a good knock, knock joke that would make God laugh. But what does make God laugh? Is it a good knock-knock joke or something else? I don't wow. have any good knock-knock jokes. If you do, No, I don't know if there are any good knock-knock jokes. What makes God laugh? Uh, well, here we go. What's great about this question is we can look right at the Scripture and look at Jesus, all right? Because he's the visible image of the invisible God. And so was there ever a time in Scripture that Jesus laughed? We don't know. We know that this is the truth of the description of the Messiah. In Isaiah chapter 53, verse 3, it says, He was despised and forsaken of men. He was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. So, doesn't sound like a guy like that who is uh, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, is going to be laughing a lot. But we know this. You know, Jesus was a man. And anybody that would say that Jesus never laughed would be people that would say that, um, well, he couldn't have laughed because laugh is a sign of frivolity and uh, silliness, and uh, that would be sin. Well, I, I don't know if we can make that case. We know that Jesus wept. He had emotions. And so I would imagine that one of the emotions that he had was laughter, happiness, and joy. But again, it's an argument from silence. Just because we don't have any place in Scripture where it says Jesus laughed doesn't mean that God doesn't laugh. And and so we'd be careful. I mean, Jesus never condemned kidnapping, but we got a sense that he might be against it. There's a time, Ecclesiastes 3 says, for weeping and a time for laughter. And so I imagine he found that time. One of my favorite paintings of Jesus is in my office. It's a, it's a laughing Jesus. Uh, and so I, 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 that's my picture of God on earth. That there were times he was very sober-minded. He used irony and sarcasm to communicate. And I believe there were times he deeply laughed with his friends in the midst of that joy that we find on earth. But what makes God laugh? There is places in Scripture where it says the Lord laughs. Okay? So though we can't go and look at Scripture and see what Jesus did, we do know that God laughs. And this is really important. And it is sober. And I will tell you that the reason God laughs is not because he's delighted. All right, most of us laugh because something has erupted that uh, that either kind of hits the funny bone or we're just so filled with joy that it, it erupts in spontaneous laughter. That's not why God laughs. God takes no delight at the death of the wicked, but that's what makes God laugh, the wicked. Psalm 37 says, The wicked plots against the righteous, gnashes his teeth at him. The Lord laughs at him because he sees his day is coming. Um, in Isaiah chapter 40, when it's talking about who our God is and it's comparing him to uh, some of the powers that are on the earth. It said all the nations are, are as nothing before him. And then it goes even beyond that. It's not even satisfied. Isaiah isn't by saying the nations are nothing. It says they're regarded by God as nothing and meaningless. And then he goes, no, that's not even enough. Uh, he's, he, they're less than nothing is what it says a little bit further down there. And so God is just not intimidated by the wicked that scoff at him and who mock him. There's an entire psalm about this. Okay, I already mentioned uh, Psalm 37. Uh, psalm 59 also uses that phrase. But uh, from a corporate sense, this is Psalm 2. I'm going to read to you uh, from Psalm 2. This is, this is God. It says, Why are the nations in an uproar, and the peoples devising a vain thing? The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed, which is really the Messiah, but you can make a case also to his people. Let us tear their fetters apart, it says, Psalm 2, 3, and cast away their cords from us. We don't want to be bound by his morality, his righteousness, his reign, his rule. We are not in any way uh, culpable to him or accountable to him. And it says, the Lord laughs. 
You guys can rage. You can mount your chariots. You can gather in Megiddo Valley and say you're going to take me out. And God just goes, this is not going to be a long fight. And so God's laugh is a laughter of derision and mocking and just saying you really, it'd be uh, like if a two-year-old came up and kicked you in the shin and said, do you want to throw down? You would just go, it was, whose kid is this? This is crazy. All right? In, in a much more sober-minded way, um, it, it says in Proverbs 1, as it relates to the individual, when uh, God's talking to us and it says, to those who don't accept his counsel and who spurn his reproof, verse 31, it goes on to say, those people are going to eat the fruit of their own ways. They're going to be satiated with their own devices. The waywardness of the naive will kill them. The complacency of fools will destroy them. And it just goes on to say, the Lord is going to laugh at your calamity. Actually, it's verse 26. He's going to laugh at your calamity and mock when your dread comes. And it's not because he doesn't care about you. It's just because he's warned you again and again and again. So let me give you one more place. It's in uh, Luke chapter 6, because God says this to those of us right now that are living in a world that will do anything but make us laugh. Well, to us it says, Blessed are you who hunger now, okay? Uh, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. And then that word laughter comes up a little bit later. Jesus talks about it. He says, Woe to you who are rich, for you're receiving your comfort in full. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you shall be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, as you riot against God's what implied, for you shall mourn and weep. The laughter of the wicked is short, Richard Pryor once said. One of the guys who made us all laugh, if you could endure some of his crassness. All right, Richard Pryor later in his life, who had burned himself head to toe while he was free bracing cocaine and had sought to find all the fullness of folly in this world as he sat there late in his life. He went back to what his mama told him about the goodness of God. I don't know if he ever trusted Christ or not, but Richard Pryor, I'll never forget the quote, he looked and he said, the laughter of the wicked is brief. So what makes God's laugh is when people shake their fists at him and say, there is no God. I'll do what I want and I'll be fine. And it's not because he didn't care about you. It's a laughter of derision and sovereignty. Good stuff. That's not a laughing matter. So thanks, Todd. Listen, if you're watching this on uh, YouTube right now, there's a box that says click here to subscribe. If you click that button, you'll subscribe to our uh, weekly videos. And you can check out all of our videos at realtruthrealquick.com slash archives. And we'll see you next week on another episode. Don't just watch Real Truth Real Quick. What I would say is you come to the God of grace and mercy before you find yourself laughing no more. All right.